There is an insane amount of pressure around a new year. I feel like there is a spotlight on the fact that people need to have thoughts like new year, new you. I think the term New Year's resolution makes some people excited and it makes other people cringe. I think that if we open up our phones, we are seeing ads for gym memberships and life courses. And the reality is when we flip the calendar, when we start a new calendar and we flip to the fresh start, it doesn't automatically flip a switch in our brain. If we truly want to have our best year yet, if we want to have 365 days of awesome this calendar year, it's not flipping a calendar and it's not flipping a switch in our brain. It's flipping saying, I know the difference between a goal and a resolution and I am committing to dreaming my way through this new year. So here's the thing. I have some advice in this episode that might feel a little controversial. It might be the opposite of what you have heard when it comes to New Year's resolution, or it might be the opposite of what you think that you need to do for goals. And I'm confident it's probably the opposite of what you have been dreaming about as we approach this new year. With that said, I think if you approach the advice and the thoughts and the ideas that I'm going to give in this episode, I do think that you will find success. I do think that it will depressurize the situation that is ahead of us. We should not be frustrated about a new year. We should not have this anticipation that is going to pop like a balloon in the next seven days. What we should have is an outlook that says, I can do this because my goals are reasonable and my dreams are achievable. And that is exactly what we are going to tackle in this episode. Gear up, my friends, because this is going to be a good one. There is awesome in every single school day. the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. A popular phrase that we hear all the time, I think especially this time of year, is dream big. And while I appreciate the sentiment of that, and I agree in a lot of ways, we have to dream big, I think sometimes 
we use this as an umbrella thought in an umbrella mindset. And so then when we're setting goals, we're like, well, dream big. If the goal is to lose five pounds this month, dream big. I'm going to lose 10. Or if the goal for this month is to save $100 for an emergency fund, dream big. I'm going to save $250. And so I think sometimes what we need to do to make sure that we're not self-sabotaging, to make sure that we are finding success, and to make sure that we actually get momentum with our goals and also with our dreams is to stop using umbrella terms with ourself. We can alleviate some of the stress of goal setting. We can alleviate some of the stress of a New Year's resolution when we actually start getting realistic. So what I want to do in this episode is give you two pieces of advice that might contradict what the world is telling us. Because when it comes to goals, I want you to think of what is a goal that you have for this year? What is something that you're like, I want to achieve this? Or I want to see this? Or I want to do this? Like, have you even considered a goal? Let's just say for the next month. Like a short-term goal. What is a goal that you currently have? I think it's pretty common because it's the New Year's time to have a fitness goal. Very popular, right? This year, I'm going to get fit. This year, I'm going to start making better health and wellness choices. So let's say hypothetically that your goal is to lose 10 pounds, okay? Get ready for this because here's the tip. I think this year, I think in 2024, we should be cutting our goals in half. If your goal is to lose 10 pounds this month, I am urging you, I am challenging you to change your mindset on that. And I'm going to say, cut that goal in half. 10 pounds? No. Five pounds. Because here's why. I think something that we don't talk about enough as humans is self-sabotage. Because halfway through the month, let's say that you have lost four pounds halfway through the month. And you're like, I'm not on track. I'm not on track to lose the 10 pounds. I should have lost more than this at this point. I've only lost three of the 10 pounds. What you'll do is you'll say, F it. I'm never going to meet it. I'm done. I think sometimes when we set goals, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to create momentum because we aren't baby stepping our way into goal setting. And I don't mean that in like in a financial way. I know there's a very popular financial planner that uses the term baby steps. What, what I'm saying is like we have to just see the progress, appreciate the progress, celebrate the progress because that is what's going to give us momentum to continue to set a goal next month. Because the reality is if your goal for the month is 10 pounds, And on January 15th, you've only lost three. You're going to say, F it. And then what happens in February? You're starting at the same goal. You're like, this month, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And then the same gosh darn thing happens in February. You only lose two pounds by February 15th. And you're like, F it. 
and then you keep rolling. And then what happens is December 31st rolls around and the 10 pounds that you had hoped to lose in January never got lost because we need to cut our goals in half because when we cut our goals in half, we are not cutting ourselves short. We're actually giving ourselves the grace to have grit moving forward. And let me ask you this. Are you giving yourself a realistic goal that is surrounded by grace so you can have the grit to then set another goal for February and another goal in March and another goal in April so that eventually you've got the momentum to see progress continually. Then it's not a fluke. Then it's not like, oh, well, it was water weight. You are creating some powerful momentum. For you, maybe it's not fitness, maybe it's finances, because I think that's another one of the top goals. For people, it's fitness goals and financial goals, because the reality is we've got a lot of people who are in some financial hardship right now. So maybe credit card debt, or maybe you don't have an emergency fund, or maybe you don't have the fun accounts to take that trip that you and your family or spouse or significant other has been dreaming about. So maybe you have a financial goal of saying, I'm going to save $250 in the next month. I'm going to take some of my paycheck and you're like, I'm gonna do this. And dang, $250? Like, I know that sounds great and I know that would feel great if you actually did that. But that is gonna create a lot of stress. That's gonna create a lot of strain. That's gonna create a lot of struggle. So $250, let's cut that sucker in half. Let's say $125. So $75 per paycheck. That's still going to be hard, and it's going to create some sacrifice. And I do think that goals should create some sacrifice. I do think that goals should be hard. They should make us sweat, literally or figuratively, but not to the point where we're like, God, this was so dumb. F it. I'm not. Let's go to McDonald's, okay? Let's go buy that new bag because there's no way I'm getting to $250. When we can get smart about making micro goals, I think we'll see the positive benefits in the macro, in the big picture, 365 days later. Do I think that we have really good intentions when we set our goals high? Yes. We're obsessed with this. Dream big, remember? Dream big. So our goals should be big. How many people in your life do you have telling you to, let's, let's gear that goal back a little bit. Let's, let's, really, let's really get our head wrapped around that goal and let's cut it in half. I'm wondering if exactly one month from now you have set a goal and you intentionally cut that goal in half, if you will still be smiling when you see your success that you've actually achieved. And then that will give you the mindset to keep going for the next month. So that's my thoughts on goals. But I do want to spend a little bit of time and attention on that concept of dream big. Because I do believe in dreaming big. I do think that we need to do that. But I think goals are maybe more short term 
And I think dreams are very long term. I don't think we're like, I'm dreaming about something and we're talking about something like next month. Okay, you might be daydreaming about a vacation that you're taking next month. But I think oftentimes dreaming, we're talking about something like down the road, five years, 10 years down the road. Let me put this into context in a couple of like real world situations. So a lot of you know that I do consulting in schools. And so I work with principals. I work with leadership teams and groups of teachers. And so recently I was consulting in a school and I was working with a principal. And the principal admitted that they were struggling. And they were looking at some of their goals and they were academic goals. And I said, let's, let's take the academic goals aside for a second what would what would be a dream that you have in the next five years you're going to be principal here in the next five years I just know it like this principal has a passion for their building and I said five years from now what is a dream that you have and they said I would like to have at least a quarter of my staff smiling every single day when they walk through the building just a quarter just a quarter of my staff. He said, that would be so cool if I knew that like even a fraction of my staff is happy and that they love their job. And the reality is he was like, I feel like I have zero. And I think he was cutting himself short a little bit. But I looked at him and I said, that's your dream? 25%? He's like, yeah, because it, it would be a start. And I was like, double your dream, man. Double your dream. He said, what do you mean? I was like, five years from now, if you set goals every single month from now until five years from now, you, you set a goal like this month, I'm going to have a great conversation with the teacher and bring a smile to their face. And maybe then that teacher is creating the smile, is creating the smile. And then next month, you're really like leaning into another teacher. I was like, 25% over five years, you can do better than that. Double your dream, man. I'm not saying that you have to have 100% of staff freaking loving their job every single day because that's not realistic. But if your dream is 25%, double your dream. 50% of staff just is freaking passionate about coming into this school every single day. Double your dream. I was doing some coaching and consulting with somebody who's trying to launch a business as well. So um, as many of you know, uh, about six, seven years ago, I, I launched a business, an education business. It's part of this podcast. It's, it's my books. It's my curriculum. It's my speaking. Um, I had absolutely no freaking clue what I was doing. I have never taken an, a class in marketing or business or, or you know, like business legal things or taxes I had a lot to learn and so I have spent the past like six to seven years learning everything to the point where I'm like man I, I wonder how many especially teachers want to build a business and they just don't have their roadmap so I do some coaching and consulting um, particularly with teachers who are like I want to start a business and I have no freaking clue and I'm like oh, I had no freaking clue but now I have a lot of freaking clue. Let's chat. Let's let's consult. Let's work together. So I was doing um, a chat with a teacher who um, kind of has this awesome dream and uh, they want to start a business. And I said, five years from now, right? It's kind of when I think about dreaming, I think five, 10 years. I said, five years from now, what would you want your business to look like? And they said, 
I would love for my business five years from now to be making six figures. And I said, I, I need you to be more specific on six figures. And they said, like, I would be very, very happy with $100,000. I said, okay. And so I started looking at their business plan and I started kind of talking about marketing with them and margins and all of the really important things for a business. And I was like, double your dream. They're like, what? I was like, five years from now, 200,000. Your business could absolutely be creating a revenue of 200,000. You're like, I can't even see it, Monica. I, there's no possible way I can go from no business to a $200,000 business in five years. And I'm like, oh, hell yes, you can double your dream because the micro leads to the macro the micro decisions that we make on a day-to-day and a month-to-month basis absolutely create the projections and the opportunity to be where you want to be for your dreams five years from now so let me summarize this episode in two simple statements cut your goals in half and friends this year double your dreams your short-term types of things cut those in half to give yourself the grace and the grit to keep going but double your dreams because you absolutely have the ability and the bandwidth and the heart and the head to do way more than you ever imagined long-term. Short-term goals, long-term dreams. That's what I want for you in 2024, and I know you are freaking capable. I genuinely want 2024 to be your best year yet. And if you're not sure what that roadmap looks like because you're not into a routine for that, I want to give you just a quick suggestion on a simple routine. A few years ago, I released a book called 365 Days of Awesome. And it is a very strategic and simple book about finding little moments of awesome every single day. If you have no goal at this point in time, if you have no dreams at this point in time, and so you're like, I'm having a hard time wrapping my my head around this episode, Monica, because I don't have a dream and I don't have a goal. But you know you need something. You know that you need that push and that that really simple roadmap. I think 365 days of awesome is a really good opportunity to dip your toe into making some substantial life change. And 365 days of awesome is a book that can totally help you get there. You can actually check that out. I am shipping copies out right now and it's a very popular book at this point in the year because I think people, they're just, they have heightened awareness around this time of year. They have heightened awareness that they want to do more and be more. And the cool thing about it is 365 Days of Awesome can help you do that. So you can go to monicagenta.com forward slash books. All of my books are available on that site, but at the very bottom, 365 Days of Awesome is an exclusive opportunity to get that. You can also get other books if you're interested in teaching books for this year. But if you're like, nope, I need to check out with one book and it's 365 Days of Awesome, heck yeah, tackle that. All right? 
So with that said, you guys, I hope that this episode has been everything you need and more to just jumpstart and also change your mindset on goals versus dreams. If you haven't yet clicked subscribe to this podcast, will you hit follow? Will you click subscribe so this lands in your podcasting platform? Maybe you have a goal this year, okay, to start listening to more podcasts because you're like, podcasts are all the rage. I need to start listening to podcasts. And you're like, I'm going to listen to this podcast and I'm going to listen to this podcast. And you got like four different podcasts. You're like, I'm going to subscribe to those and I'm going to listen to those four podcasts this year. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to listen to four podcasts this year. You know what you're going to do? You're going to listen to two. That's what you're going to do. Eliminate two of them. And I know that might sound crazy because you might end up eliminating one of mine. That's fine. I would rather you prioritize the things that are going to give you the most positive outcomes. So if you're going to, I'm going to listen to four podcasts. No, you're not. You're going to listen to two. And those podcasts are going to positively impact your life. And maybe the This Teacher Life podcast is one of them. Friends, I want to thank you so much for listening to this. I am wishing you a freaking awesome 2024. I am wishing you 365 days of awesome in 2024. Thank you for being a listener to this podcast. But most importantly, thank you for living this teacher life. 